This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Hi, I'm Tosh. And I'm Jenna. And this is the Pickle Planet Podcast. It certainly is. And we're very excited because today we're just going to talk about us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wrong. No, no, you're not wrong. That's exactly what we're going to do today. We are just talking about ourselves and giving you guys a little bit more insight into what exactly it is we actually do as work um, and just kind of how that whole world works because I'm realizing that A lot of people have a lot of questions and a lot of misunderstanding, I think, about how, let's call it the digital media Mm -hmm. world works. Yeah, I think that's a a good idea, definitely. We find um, in other places in the world, they've totally grot onto this, like um, advertising online, using people to, you know, help you advertise online. And in Moncton, we're a little bit behind on it, so let's get moving. Yes. (laughs) Yes. yes. <laughs> With people I, like us. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people still even like, so for Pickle Planet as a website, I'm heading into, it's about to be year five. Wow. Pickle Planet yeah. Moncton has existed as a .com address for four and a half years now. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. That's really it, big. It is. And yet, I still think there's a lot of people who don't know what it is other than a website they go to for information, which that's what it is, yes, but it's also my business, right? It's not just a hobby site I've put up because I feel like spending all my time <laughs> giving you guys information. It's something I've created as a business. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people who use the site understand that. And I don't think a lot of people who have businesses understand what I could do for them. Yes, And part of that is definitely because I don't talk about it enough. And that was part of why today I was just like, Tosh, why don't we just talk about ourselves? (laughs) Because I think the same thing applies to you as well. That a lot of people don't understand or don't realize that everything you do outside of the radio is also your job. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And there's um, a, a great boundary there, too, where I think that people are a bit intimidated by what we do and they don't know how to ask so here we go just ask <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. anytime <laughs> ask us anything yeah um we kind of did one of those shows once a while back mm-hmm. where we put it out there like the week before and said you know send us your questions about we didn't say that it just had to be about work it could be no. about anything yeah um so maybe we'll have to do one of those again in 2020 but we kind of just decided to do one today <laughs> That's what I felt like doing. That's that's one of the joys of being your own boss is you can just decide you're going to start a podcast and you can just decide you're going to talk about yourself on it. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> it definitely does. So if if you wanted to know more about what we do, again, you just want to ask. But we're going to tell you a couple of things that we can do to help you help your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the big... The big part, I think, about the digital economy right now that people aren't aren't quite understanding perfectly is the idea around influencers. Yes. Right? That's been a big buzzword this year, especially. I think it, it's really trickled down from, you know, there's always been celebrity endorsements. Yes. As long as there have been celebrities, there have been celebrity endorsements. It's not a new concept. No. 
<laughs> it's just happening in a different way now, and it's happening at a different scale. And what's happened with social media and getting us all connected is that you don't need to be a huge TV movie star celebrity right. type to have an engaged audience who pays attention to what you say. You just have to have something decent to say. And so brands have figured out how to tap into that. Mm -hmm. But because there weren't a lot of rules around it for a long time, and because it was a fairly new idea to people that it wasn't just celebrities, it was Tosh and I. Regular people. Yeah. There, there was a lot of kind of not shady stuff going on, but for quite a while, I think a lot of people who were being compensated by a brand were not sharing that publicly when they were sharing about the brand. Yes. So, for instance, you know, a donut company would say, hey, we'd love to give you free stuff if you tell all your friends about it. And people would, but they wouldn't start the conversation by, hey, this donut company paid me yes. to tell you this. Yes. And so a lot of people started to get into this space where they're like, ooh, influencers now. And it's almost flipped and started to get this like bad rap, even though it's so powerful. And there's a lot of people who are doing it with a lot of honesty and a lot of thought. And it's not just a celebrity endorsement. Right. When you work with a really good influencer, what you're really working with is someone who has an audience and who's good at telling stories. And that's something that both of us grew up doing. That was yep. what, you know, our roles were in the, you know, traditional in the industry, economy, yeah, in the industry in the <laughs> before we kind of went in a digital way. And so I think a lot of companies need that help. They need to understand that if you want to get into that world of influencing online with Instagram and Facebook and all that. Yes, there's a part of it that, you know, there's a whole digital part with ads and everything that's different. And some influencers can help you with that part of it as well. But some are just there to help share your message. But you want to find the ones that are a, a good fit. The ones that have the ability to tell a story, not just to take a picture of your donut and say, hey, eat this because I did. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't convince anyone. Does, has that ever convinced you to go no. try something? No, no, it really doesn't. It no. really doesn't. But if you want to see the change in my skin since I changed to your face wash and your moisturizer and stuff, you need to start at the beginning and tell the story. So you need to build a repertoire with the influencer as well. Mm -hmm. You want that long-term yes. storytelling ability. And that's, you know, yes, you've done it with facial stuff, I did it with weight loss and nutrition. Mm -hmm. You need that chunk of time where you can really get to know the product and you can really share a story about it. And I think you have to keep that piece too in mind of audience. And so if you are a company, and I'm, I guess I'm kind of, t <laughs> this is all in my head because I'm giving a talk on this in a couple of weeks time <laughs> to a national co convention of consignment sale owners. But if you're trying to find an influencer, because I think that's where a lot of brands that are small, a lot of small companies have that stumbling point of like, they can't hire a PR firm yes. to help them figure this all out. Like, how do I find, I need an influencer. How do I find one? Do I just need someone with 10,000 people on Instagram? No. No. 
You need someone with an audience who can tell a story and they need to be able to tell you who their audience is. And that's it. And their audience needs to be your audience at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like, I can tell you, if you want to talk to women who are be between the ages of 25 and 45 and live in the Moncton area, <laughs> that is 90% of my audience. And so if you look at my, my numbers, which anyone can see publicly on mm -hmm. social media, you can look at those numbers and you think about the population here. Market cornered, like if you want to talk to those people who have children who are ages 25 to 45, I've got them. They listen to me every week for multiple reasons. <laughs> and same with you. Your yep. audience is a bit different than mine because mine has focused in on parenting. Yes. Whereas yours, it's a similar age range. The age range is definitely the same and it's mostly female for mine as well, but it, I market to anybody. Um, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to have children. You could be a pet owner or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so you, you just need to make sure that you don't go, oh, well, she's got, you know, 10,000 followers mm -hmm. here. So obviously she's the right person for me because she's got the most likes in all of Moncton. Yeah. But no, that's, that's not, you, sometimes it's not the best way at no. all. And, you know, to your point, if you wanted to promote pet related items, Yes, I have a great segment of the population that would be perfect for you, but I would not be perfect because we don't have pets. Yeah. We're not going to have pets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pets exactly. aren't coming into my home. Yes. I am not going to talk about pet products because anyone who's followed me for any length of time is going to go, what the heck? Someone's, that's, she's just doing it for the money. Exactly. And that's another thing which makes the influencers have the dirty name, right? Is that they're just taking anything that people will throw at them and we, we can't do that. No. No, because, and, and every time, I, and I will say, like, there's probably anyone who's doing it in a great way has probably had one campaign at least where they're like, oh, I really should have said no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, especially yeah. when you're starting out, too, yes. right? Like, because you, you want to get your feet wet, but. Yeah, and you learn as you go. And, and that's the other thing, too. If you're, if you're looking to partner with some kind of influencer look at how long they've been doing this for. If they've only been doing it for six months, look carefully at what they've done and what their skill set is. Because yeah, maybe you've got that unicorn who's just getting started and you're going to get in at a great time. Mm -hmm. But maybe they've also just started and they don't quite know how to do a full-blown campaign yet. Or, you know, there, there's a lot of questions that you need to be asking. And that's something that I think we as people who work in that side of things need to get better at sharing too you know you need to be asking about demographics you need to be asking about engagement mm -hmm. you need to be asking for case studies and you know show me what you've done before show me why this should work and there's never a guarantee right it doesn't matter how many times anyone's had a successful campaign for someone else it's a roll of the dice every time just like anytime you take out radio ads and print ads yep. it's the same thing if you're working with a digital media, whether that's a straight up, you know, an influencer and brand ambassador kind of thing, or if you're just, you know, putting sponsorship on a podcast or taking out, you know, an ad on my website, I can tell you what's happened before and what I expect to happen, but there's never any guarantee. Absolutely. And I think, I think people need to really shift that too and go, oh yeah, right. You know, when, when I put my ad on the radio mm -hmm. well yes i can get the report back to say these are the times it aired that's the only 
guarantee you have right. that it's going to work. We have no breakdown in radio as to who's listening at what time and was that like it's all just a guessing game when we get our ratings back. So we don't know if someone listened to your commercial. We can't guarantee that. Um, we can hope, mm-hmm. but but we can't guarantee that. So that's definitely like radio is a good way to go if you're trying to get to everybody. Oh, yes, there is a time and place but, for it. But it may not happen. No, and there's, you know, with digital online stuff, you know, I can look and I can tell you exactly which days Mm -hmm. things were popular. And I can tell you which, you know, which blog posts people still go back to. And there's a lot of nuance there. And the biggest part, too, is we talked about that idea of, like, creating, you know, an audience, an engaged audience. Most digital influencers, especially people who are on Instagram who are promoting things, we get messages, Yes. If we share something that people want to know more about it or they go out and they go to that event or they go to that store because we've shared it, most times they tell us. Mm-hmm. They tag us in the photos. They tag you in the photos. So you can see that it's working. And you don't, you don't have that same interaction with traditional media. And it's not to say that traditional media doesn't have its place because I've bought traditional media. Oh, and I think obviously. it's perfect for a lot of things. Yes. But I think it's also perfect for a lot of small companies to look at influencer brand ambassadors all that kind of stuff and I think that yeah not a lot of people realize that there's actually quite a few people doing that in the Moncton area in in in, in New Brunswick for a long time there wasn't for quite a while there was like you know four of us right and that goes back to my point at the beginning dozens Yeah, exactly. And like I was saying at the beginning, there's a reason why Moncton is behind. It might not just be that. It could be that we were behind in getting influencers too, right? Um, it's Maritimes. Things move slower and that's they do. okay. That's why I like it here. <laughs> that's why I like it here. I think um, that a major thing that needs to be mentioned is that we get paid for these things. I know that you do mm-hmm. and I do yeah. get people messaging all the time and they just assume that we're going to give them the work for free. Oh, well, you're just sharing something on social media. That doesn't cost anything. It yeah, does. it does. It costs my time. Yes. And my energy and my ideas and et cetera. So, yes, I'm going, I've, I've had people mad at me that I sent them back. Like, here's what this is going to cost. And they're like, what? What yeah. do you mean? Yes. Yeah, I think people have a hard time understanding that what we're doing, what we're doing with our websites, with our podcasts, with everything is not just a hobby and it's not just a free service. There is no one out there, there's no government agency, there's no magical leprechaun pot of money that pays me to create Mm -hmm. the weekend roundup each week and everything else that I put up on Pickle Planet. There are partnerships that I go out and secure with companies. There are opportunities for a lot more. Yeah. To come on board as sponsors for the podcast, for the weekend roundup. But these things do come with a price tag. And, you know, with Pickle Planet, I have the option of within the weekend roundup, that's that's where I can offer you a freebie. If you are a local company, a local organization with an event, that listing that I put together every week, you don't have to pay to be in it. Right. But if you want to sponsor You can tell it. me that you're having an event because that helps. Yeah. <laughs> Because I try my best to find them all. Yes. And it takes hours. Yeah. And, you know, there's 
there's a physical cost to a digital business and that's actually fairly small, right? Like to host your website, to host your podcast, Mm -hmm. to have, you know, sound equipment programming, to have graphics programming. These all have costs. They're not huge, right? I will tell you up front, we pay, I pay 30 bucks a month basically for the podcast in actual dollars out of the pocket Mm -hmm. to host the podcast is only 30 bucks a month. But if you factor in our time, Charles's time, all the equipment, mm-hmm. everything else. Driving into town to do it. Driving into town, yeah. coming up with the guest list, you know, coming up, you know, today, not really a planned, you know, cue line <laughs> and proper script. But there's a lot that goes into that stuff. So when people think, oh, it's just all you pay is for a website. No, mm-hmm. I pay hundreds of dollars a year for the website. And then I spend thousands of dollars worth of my time every month doing this and if I look at it in a very basic like cost analysis like yes the money that goes out the door I make enough to cover that yes if I had to pay myself to do the work I'm doing this year I broke even yeah this is this is year four yeah (laughs) for those keeping track yeah so if you want these kind of things to stay in existence as well we need companies and people that will step up and say hey this is something I believe in. And hey, there's a mutually beneficial situation here where we have a shared audience. Mm-hmm. And so like where I am definitely always saying, you know, support local, support local. It's not just a local like, you know, brick and mortar business or someone that's actually creating something that you can walk away with. We're also local businesses. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you could support us too. And we can, like, we can make a partnership and work together to support each other, which is mm. an added bonus for everyone. Yeah. And, it, I mean, that's basically what we did in doing this, right? Mm-hmm. You were doing your own business. You were doing a lot of voiceover work yep. and doing a lot of digital stuff in the audio side of things. I had a background in that, but I didn't have all, all the equipment. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, you know, we can partner on doing this podcast. And it's been really fantastic, I think, for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's there's a lot of movement around that piece as well, that if you're looking to start a local podcast, there are now options where you can, you, you don't have to know Tosh personally anymore. No. You could just reach out to her. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Do <laughs> you can this come into this studio and I will record you. Yes. And uh, we can put your podcast out together. Exactly. And there's mm-hmm. there's lots of different ways. I going back to us and like we us working together just made me think. <laughs> I picked up a pizza on the weekend and this guy turns and he looks at me and goes, You're Tosh Taylor. And I said, Yeah. And usually they go, You're on K945. And she and he went, Nope. You work with Jenna on the Pickle Plate podcast. And I was like, yes, I do. I do. And it was, he's like, I'm totally not your demographic, but I watch it every week. Did he have great yep, you hair? Know, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm like, because I was, for a minute, I was like, are there two of you out there? <laughs> no, no, it's your friend. <laughs> but it was still great uh, to have that. And, and to, I mean, we, since we have the video and we're so lucky to have Rogers that wanted to come in another business to partner together with our two mm-hmm. businesses to make it happen, uh, people get to see our faces and not just our voices too, which yeah. is great. And oh, we wouldn't fantastic. have that if Rogers didn't say, hey, we could work together. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. I mean, every company that's out there needs to have that balance of, you know, someone somewhere is paying the bill. Mm-hmm. 
or the business stops operating. And we've seen that a lot here locally. We've had a lot of fantastic businesses that, you know, it's a very hard market because we are a small region. Yes. Right. So you really do have to do everything you can to support the businesses that you want to see in your community mm-hmm. because it's so easy for them to disappear. Yeah, absolutely it is. And if you can find a way to to work with them or go support them in any way, shape, or form, it's a fantastic idea. And you know what a lot of these small businesses, because I am one of these people that I don't like to go out and go shopping, but a lot of them are doing online shopping now as well, mm-hmm. which is awesome for us extroverted introverts. So... <laughs> <laughs> And this is a really great way too. Like if you wanted to sponsor a podcast with us, that's like, just reach out to one of us and we can make that happen. It's not very expensive. That's another thing that you're going to learn if you try to dive into the digital world. It's very affordable for the information and the analytics that you're going to get back out of it that you're never going to get with advertising any other way. You're going to get so much information on top of having your products in front of everybody else's faces. Because I know people with me and with you, I'm sure they... That when they look at our social media pages, they know us, right? Like yes. we're very open about our lives and, you know, people feel like they're living in our lives. So if I'm using your cleaner to clean the studio, then someone else might use it to clean their bathroom or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know how many other people have. Well, that's what I was like. Studio studios. was a totally bad one choice. one around I know of. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I was in it the other day. It's quite lovely. Um, Excuse you? Yes. No. <laughs> uh, it's a different demographic. They, they, they have a bar. <laughs> I could get a bar. I could get a bar. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's there are a lot there are a lot more people getting into this space as well. Yes. And some people do get into it simply as a hobby, and that's awesome. But there are those of us who are doing this as a business. Yes. And I think that yeah, you're going to see that that whole spectrum too of very affordable depending on what your business is, mm-hmm. and then you're going to get some numbers that might seem high and so maybe they don't fit your budget but I don't think that the numbers are high for what you're getting exactly it just it, it always comes down to what your personal budget is and how you can make that work um so we kind of like went all over the place we went everywhere <laughs> hopefully you pulled out some <laughs> tips and tricks out of that and you know what if you have more questions message one of us we're more than happy to get back to you on any information that you want when it goes into like maybe neither one of us are your demographic but no. we can help you find someone that is you would be surprised how many people there are around who have yeah so many great audiences so many local niche audiences and some that are not necessarily local as well there's a lot yeah. of really really fantastic people around doing fantastic work and i think we all need to just start talking more about the people who are doing it yes so that people understand that it is an industry and that there is, you know, there, there's something here that we can all support. And so that's part of what you did with uh, Podcasting New Brunswick. Yes. Yes, there is a Facebook page out yep. there. If you want to see a list of, like, it's got to be up to almost two dozen podcasts that are made here in New Brunswick. And there's probably lots more that we haven't found yet. It's true. Send a note so we can add them to the list so people can at least download them and find the ones that suit them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're not... You know, the people you always want to listen to, but there might be someone else in your friends like you do. Yeah, absolutely. And if we can keep it local, that's the key, right? Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening and yes. watching. And 
subscribe. That would be great. We'd love it if you would subscribe or write a review. That would be fabulous. Yes, comments, likes, shares, all that stuff. It really does matter. Topics. Um, yes, send us ideas about things you want us to talk about in 2020 because this is our final episode for 2019. That is bananas. It is. It's like yeah. episode 65 in total, I think, something like that. I stopped keeping and count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got lots of great stuff coming for you in 2020, but we're open to what you want to hear as well. So if you want to hear more of this stuff, let us know. If yep. you want to hear less, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for we'll you. We'll be back to do it all again yeah. soon. Thanks for listening and watching.